0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Last guy to coach five seasons here was Bill Belichick.
2: Whoa, are you serious?
1: Yes. Oh, my goodness. So it hasn't happened since the years turned to twos. Like, I believe it when you say it, but hearing it out loud hurts. You ready? Only... Guys to coach five seasons in franchise history. Only four of them. Bill Belichick, Sam Ritigliano, Blanton Collier, and Paul Brown. Goals. Kevin will join that group coming up if he finishes this next season as head coach of the Browns. You want to be more stunned? The Browns went what this year? 11-6. and six. Mm-hmm. If they go 11-6 and six again... This coming season, you should sit. You never sit during the shows. You should sit. If they go 11-6 and six again, Kevin will have the third most wins of any coach in Cleveland Browns history. Wow. Third? Behind Paul Brown and Blanton Collier. Shamity Christmas. Right now, he's fifth. Paul Brown, Blanton Collier, Sam Ritigliano, Marty Schottenheimer. And if he goes 11 and six this year, he'll pass Sam and Marty. Wow. Isn't that unbelievable? That is unbelievable. I, I couldn't believe it I, when I looked it up. I couldn't believe it. Wow. Winning, winning percentage might be a better indication, maybe, if you're a good coach or not. Yeah, just maybe. because of lack of games. He's and- sixth. I'd do it. He's sixth right now. I'd do it. Paul Brown, Blanton Collier, Greg Williams. Marty Schottenheimer and Nick Skorich. I'm telling you, I was was pushing for Greg to get that gig. Nobody wanted him. Anyhow. Still don't. Greg has the third-best winning percentage in Browns history. Greg, congratulations if you're listening. I miss you. And longevity? He's already sixth in games coached by a Cleveland Browns head coach. Good golly. Behind Paul Brown, Blanton Collier, Sam... Bill Belichick and Marty Schottenheimer. Now, granted, more games in a season now than I know, but still, still, yeah. If he coaches all 17 games next year, he'll move to fourth place on the most games coached by a Cleveland Browns coach ever. And and we all know it's Paul Brown and Blanton Collier. So after that, I mean, he's moved right up there with Bill and Marty and Sam Rigliano. Wow, I mean, so just in team history, he's already way up there. And if he just if he just goes through this next season, and let's say they win 11, and he coaches all 17 games, it's the third most wins in team history. That's stunning to me. Mm-hmm. I, I, it was stunning. I, It all makes
2: sense when you say it. the guy. The guy has been a really good head coach. He's done a really good job with these teams. He has really steered – into some seriously choppy waters on numerous occasions. I mean, it. some of them his own doing, as he learned on the job. Some of them things that are existential that he couldn't control. I know there are plays that a lot of you will point to and play calls that a lot of people will point to and will have a problem with because you play Madden and you would do it differently. I know there are times you would like a timeout. I know we have Nick Chubb questions. I I know. I get all of it. I hear all of it. The guy's a damn good coach. He does a really good job. His team is always in a position to succeed. He rarely gets blown out. He is, they are usually one of the more disciplined teams in the league on top of that.
1: I think he's had and a they learning curve what they though. Say. Yes. I mean, he's had to grow into the job and there's nothing wrong with that. Yes. That's and, what I think has led to a lot of the impatience of a lot of Browns fans and a lot of the and I hear it I heard it more so in the past, and a lot of the negative thinking about Kevin as a coach. He's a young guy; he's just learning to do this. You've got to give a guy a chance to get better at a job. It's like Stephen Vogt. Is Stephen Vogt going to walk in the door and be a great manager for the Guardians? Well, by God, if he is, congratulations. I'm not expecting that. He's got to learn a little bit, and exactly. I think Kevin has. But I, in in trying to put some historical perspective on this and where he is. It makes me think, Dan, that yes, he's underappreciated here. And I think if he were to be on the open market, if the Browns had let him go, he'd have filled one of the jobs that's open, that was open in the NFL. Oh, God, yeah. If we played Stefanski or right now, you would be shocked
2: at where he would sit. Now, some of that would also have to do with how we look at coaches in the NFL right now, which is you you either have one of the five guys that are completely untouchable or your fan base wants to can him. Well, and some of those fan bases want to can one of the five untouchable guys, but that's another argument for another day.
1: Browns fans, can you think of Kevin Stefanski in the same breath as, I won't go Paul Brown and and Blanton Collier, but I will say with Marty Schottenheimer and with Sam Ritigliano and with Bill Belichick when he was here, can you put Kevin there? Because I think he is. I think he's right there. Easily the best
2: coach since 99. That's Easily, That's
1: not even a hesitation. Although I've, I thought Romeo was a little underrated, but didn't last and didn't win big. I think he can. And more than anything, it tells you how poorly this franchise was
2: run for the 20 years before he showed up. But also just the way that things have gone with the franchise since then. Like, of course the modern coaches are always going to have an advantage over previous coaches when it comes to wins and, That kind of stuff because they play more games. So more opportunities equals more wins. That's just common sense. But like the way he has evolved this team when he's needed to. I love more than anything the fact that the guy at the end of every season has gone, okay, here's what worked. Here's what didn't. How do we make changes? How do we make it so that everything works? After 2022, he went, this defense isn't going to work. Joe, love you. It's been a ride. You will always be a friend. You will always be someone I trust, but I got to get somebody else in here. And he went and got a proven defensive coordinator with a head coaching background that a lot of other people would have looked at and been like, oh, my God, that's my coach in waiting if something goes wrong. But Kevin's fans was like, no, this is the best guy for the job that always gives me fits. That's the guy I want. And he's now done the same thing with the offense. We'll see how it pans out. Yeah, it's a big it's a big move. But he looked and said, "Hey, what we did with Deshaun Watson here is not working. This offense isn't working. It's not clicking. It's clunky. We need to evolve it. Well, Let's and, and bring he some doesn't. Fresh thoughts in. He
1: doesn't look like what we think he should look like, right? I, I personally think Alex Van Pelt got a raw deal. I do too. But that's the way it works in the National Football League. Assistant coaches get changed. Sometimes they move on their own. Sometimes they get moved, and and that's just the way it works. And you know, he immediately walks into probably a better opportunity for himself in New England where he's going to be calling plays and really kind of getting a chance to become the offensive coordinator that he really wants to be. Absolutely. And maybe it is an opportunity for Alex
2: Van Pelt to do that. I think Kevin has done a great job. I really have. And I know, again, after every game, we will always get a field of phone calls saying, fire the head coach. And I'll be the first to say, frankly – I think a lot of that is our fault for pushing that narrative. And maybe not this show in specifically, but maybe media in general, that when something goes wrong, the first thing you do is fire the coach because you can't fire the players. I think we all need to take a deep breath on a lot of that and realize that some of it comes down to flat-out execution of the guys on the field and start holding the people accountable who should be held accountable, not just fire the coach anytime something goes wrong. And yes, you can link everything back to coaching on the face of this earth. If, if, if we try hard enough, we can link anything that happens on a football field back to coaching and then blame him for the problem that hand. But that's not the case. That's not how this works. That's giving a pass to the people who truly should be held accountable for what takes place.
1: Over the last several months, I've heard from more than a few folks just in passing saying stuff to me that, you know what, I, I, I think I was wrong about that guy. And you know what? I think he can really coach. And I think what it took was having all of the injured quarterbacks and then making it work. Press conference, of course, brought to you
2: by Nissan and North Homestead, I-90 Nissan and Sheffield Village. Shop online, bignissan.com. We are waiting Kevin Stefanski to be speaking live from the podium at the Combine. So the minute that he starts talking, we will have it for you right here on your Home of the Browns 92.3.